We've got some friends. Hey, I'm Louise. And I'm Louise. And you're listening to the Content is Profit podcast. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn your content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. Guys, today, how to grow a business that sustains your lifestyle. Especially Ooh. when this lifestyle is like traveling all over the world, I yeah. feel like. It, it, it's going to be exciting. I know I'm excited because <laughs> that was one of the reasons we started the company. It's because yeah. we, got, we could have that freedom of location and be able to go anywhere. So, Or buy the stuff that we want to buy. I can't wait to or dive whatever. in. Dive in. All right, guys, before we get started, please go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button and uh, follow us on social media at BizBrosco everywhere. That is right. And if you find this epi episode impactful, which I am sure you will, don't forget to share it and leave a five-star review. Hi right, guys, so today's guest came from another recommendation from the one and only Alex Taylor. We were actually scrolling through his Instagram today. And let me tell you, it seems like he is living the life every travelpreneur wants to have. That's right. This guy spends his days traveling, surfing, just adventuring the world, you know, all while running a profitable business. I don't know about you, but I'm curious to learn how he does it all. Today's guest owns a video editing company that has allowed him to go from broke to not broke <laughs> and travel in the world in search of adventures. That is a very important transition from broke to not broke. I love it. It, it is. It is a key transition. A key. He has never settled for comfort and what everyone else was doing. And guys, you should not settle for comfort either. That's right. Comfort, bigger, biggest enemy right there. And guys, please welcome owner of Edit Lab. Edit Lab. I'm going to pronounce that right. Sorry. My, my Hispanic <laughs> accent came out in there. Yes. Owner of Edit Lab, world traveler, and the Costa Rican Kelly Slater. That, that's what words in the street are saying. <laughs> Costa Rican <laughs> Kelly Slater. Guys, Christian Schweiger. We just butchered his last name, guys. We're going to have him pronounce it because it's a, it's a German one. <laughs> Christian, brother, welcome to the show, man. We're extremely excited to have you. Happy What's Monday. Uh, same here, same here. Christian, okay. please, please, how do we pronounce your last name? Because I just I just <laughs> destroyed it. Literally. Totally destroyed it, yeah. <laughs> there we go, Schwagerite. Yeah, perfect. We, we, we need a few rounds of practice for that. Ah, man. <laughs> Dude, Christian, uh, again, completely honored. Again, you came uh, recommended by Alex and, uh, you know, just that fact, you, you're you up and above in that list of guests that we have, and we can't wait to dive in into what you do, especially on the business side, but also like how you, were you able to achieve this amazing lifestyle that you, that you do, you know, doing what you love, not only for your business, but also in your life. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm super interested. Can't, can't wait to <laughs> dive in. Man, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys having me on the show. And uh, it's it's the second podcast I've been on. I was on a, on a friend's podcast one. So, uh, you know, I love talking about business. I love meeting new people and chatting with you guys. We had a little chance to talk on the phone uh, before Luis, but uh, I guess this is a real conversation. So, yeah, this, 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 this is a real one. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is no different than, you know, being at the beach with a bonfire and talking. It's just we yeah. just got a few cameras and the mics, but and the conversation is still the same. Yeah. Do Christian so I love it. I think that's the best best like podcast uh format. I, I just I, know. I love it, just listening and it's great to do it while you're like working and so or something. So it's great. 
Perfect, dude. So who's Christian, you know, for the audience that don't know you? Uh, who are you? How did it like this entrepreneurial like world or like journey started? And uh, what do you do now? Yeah, well, uh, I'm Chris. Already said that like a hundred <laughs> times. Um, I've been traveling for dang like uh, eight years now, pretty much wow. since I was 17. Like since I left high school, uh, I started traveling and um, I was always a terrible student. Uh, every teacher <laughs> I had hated me except for one or two. Those were the cool ones. And uh, yeah, just never n never really wanted to do the nine to five thing, the job thing. I, I did it for one company for two months. I suck at it. I got fired immediately. Uh, so that was funny. And yeah, just uh, trying to live that balance between working, uh, making it happen, making money, uh, and having fun at the same time. Yeah. Why, wh why would I do any of this if I can have fun along the way? So... Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I feel that that's interesting. You know, I feel like a lot of people start something to be able to have fun, right? But then they get consumed by it, and then they forget the fun part, and it's just doing, <laughs> doing, doing. I mean, I feel like we've certainly been there in certain moments. It's yeah. like by, by seasons. Um, but I'm not gonna yeah. lie. You know, I would love to eventually do the the world traveling thing. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, well, it's go ahead. Sorry, Kirsten. Go ahead. Sorry, go. No, I was gonna say it's it's totally sustainable and it, and it's it's not that expensive, and especially if you have a remote team, then which I think you guys do, right? You guys all pretty much have a have a remote team, or yeah. you guys have an office. Both of them. So yeah, in the office, like it's literally us, but the yeah. team is all remote. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so that's cool. That's great, and and especially with these kind of businesses where we're you know you do client work. Um, you could say it's kind of like having a job because every every client you have is like another <laughs> boss, right? So you have like. 20 different bosses, but it's great, right? We, we can do this even from home or from your own office and you don't have to be working with 20 other people in the same place, have a cubicle and all that. So it's great. Yeah. I, I love it. I, I love the part of the story that you tell like, hey, you know, I, I was not really good in school uh, and then I went for a job and got fired right away. <laughs> and for some people, right, they might take that as something really, really negative. Uh, and I don't know you, Fonzie, but you know, me growing up too, like, I, I never got fired, but I always felt like that was not the place I needed to be, right? I was like, okay, I need to stick it out. You know, I, I, is this the way? Or even at school, right? Like maybe I was not enjoying it as much, but I always had that bug. And what I found like very interesting is that you immediately recognize that, you know, you, you took ownership of that and you're like, you know what, let me build something on my own and adapt it to the way that I want to live, the results that I want to have. And now clearly you've been working with some amazing companies and creating the business that you really want to have. Even though you say yeah, you have like 20 bosses, but you know, at the end of the day it's your framework and what, what you do. So thank you for bringing that, that point home. At, at the same time, they're all great. You know, they're, all my clients are they're amazing. Kind of what we do in our business is, is get it to the point where it doesn't feel like they are our bosses because they're not really that involved. We pretty much take, take it all off their plate. Yeah. As far as the whole video side, so I, I guess I say it that way because it, you know, it's you're you're working for other people, pretty much doing the service for them. But it's great, it's great. We're they're all super flexible and they're awesome. And uh, yeah, how, how many how many jobs did you guys have before starting your own thing? Oh man, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, me, I, like official job, just yeah. two, and one. I mean, a waiter, and then the other one was um, as a franchise. I was the direct. Well, after him, after my brother, I was the director of the franchise. And we used to coach kids 
two to six Ooh. year olds how to play soccer. I did that for about oh, three wow. years. That's and then and then it's, I was like, well, <laughs> thank you for all the patience that I learned. But if I eventually want to have kids, I need to leave this place right now. Yeah. Um, so that was the end of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you know, uh, we mentioned it before, but we we're from Venezuela. So back home, I did have a couple of jobs. I started with an internship uh, with Red Bull, which was amazing, right? I kind of landed awesome. in that company. Red Bull, uh, such a cool company. Oh, yeah. great. I had a, a fun, such a fan of the brand. And then evolving into a marketing role. But then coming to the States, right, we, we became a soccer player. So we, mm -hmm. we had a scholarship. So I consider that a job. And inside yeah. of college, I probably had five to seven different jobs. And then outside of it, you know, going to um, to the soccer franchise, then we coached too. And then we did in the fitness industry. So, yeah, a ton. We've been, <laughs> we've been around for a little bit. Uh, but again, I, I feel... Thank you for that question because in each one of them i feel like it was part of a path for a greater thing which turns out to be our own thing right our own yeah. company and the thing that we're the, i that, mean that we're doing. even in our own business we have transitioned so many times you know we yeah. started actually as a sticker company just, just to put <laughs> yeah. it that way right <laughs> and, That's I, crazy, and now yeah. we do podcasts <laughs> yeah dude so, yeah, uh, so you have to do stuff to to like figure out like mm -hmm. what what is it you want to do and I don't even know. I, I I love my business now, and I think it's great, and I really enjoy it, and I enjoy I enjoy all the struggles that come with it, and all the wins, and every time you close a new client, it's super exciting, and every time you maybe miss a deadline and you couldn't get we couldn't get this video to someone on time, then it's like oh bummer. I wish we could have done a better job, and that's just all part of it. But yeah, you just have to do stuff to figure out what it is you really want to do. It's it's yeah. I, I doubt I, I think very few people get it right the first time. So oh. it's it's just part of it. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Can, can I go in of that question? You know, like you said at 17, you started, you know, traveling and that's when you wanted to do your, your thing. Did you uh, did you do anything else or did you immediately start it with video editing? No, 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 no. So so I started I initially wanted or when I thought I was going to go to school, I did go to school. I did go to college. Um, I was studying economics. So I did, I think, two semesters of that I had yeah. in those two semesters. I had to uh, pass, I think, 12 or 14 courses. I passed two. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, uh, I don't really know if this is for me. It's kind of boring. And uh, yeah, then I was just, I got to figure something out. I got to find a way to make money. And then I kind of took over my grandparents' business for a little bit. That didn't go right because it was, it was, it was already in a bad place and I kind of had to take it out of there and I had no business experience. I thought I could do it, but kind of the circumstances just led me to have to do it. And, uh, and then I was like, no, dang it. And so through that, I met, met a, a guy, an Indian businessman, his name was Rakesh. He was, he was a cool guy. I, and that's how I started traveling through him. I just uh, moved to Germany, um, wow. started working for him and doing all kinds of stuff. Then I moved to Latvia, small country huh. in Eastern, Northeastern Europe, the Baltics, yeah. super awesome people there. And I was just doing like this more corporate kind of stuff, which I guess that was, I guess I had two jobs then because that was, but there was so much traveling involved in that, that I didn't really see it as a job. So it was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then I moved back to Costa Rica, I had this normal job, boring job. <laughs> and then I just started kind of doing my own things. I bought a drone. That's how I got into video work. And, um, you know, before drones were cool, I guess. And yeah. just started doing that. And then I was like, oh, I got to like learn to use a camera. And then I started working for this online marketing company as a videographer. That's that's kind of how I officially got into video work. Um, yeah. And then did that for a while. And then I, my friend that used to be an affiliate for this company hired me. And then I moved to Miami for him. Uh, his name's Steven, great guy, awesome dude. 
And then I lived from Miami, in Miami for a year. That was really cool, uh, doing videos, creating online courses, doing all this other sort of stuff. And it all kind of led to, to this place because I learned some marketing there. I was already doing the video stuff and then it all kind of m meshed together. And yeah. so I just started doing video work. That's basically how I got into it. Dude, awesome. what I hear in this story is that you did whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah. You you okay. literally did whatever it took like to, to get to your dream scenario. And mm -hmm. I feel like maybe the image of your dream scenario was not clear like 100% of the time, but you knew that you, that was the general direction that you wanted to go and you were like, opportunities were presented and you took them. And uh, sometimes we talk with a lot of businesses, maybe established businesses or people wanting to, to get, uh, you know, get started in this entrepreneurship slash content slash things, right? And they feel like they need to have a clear path. I feel like they need to have a clear direction, like you just said, like, hey, I want to go there. But if it takes me 20 turns, it's okay. You know, you went, you know, to Germany, to Latvia, back to Costa Rica, then to Miami, different kind of jobs, trying different things. And at the end of the day, it led you to, you know, you, you started to create your own reality, right? Which is, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, no, nobody's path is going to be a straight line exactly. from point A to point B, especially in a world. Well, and it's funny. It, it, sorry, sorry, go yeah, ahead. Sorry, it's, it, it's funny because... I did the video work, then I completely stopped doing it because at some point, pretty much, we kind of all the people I, I was working for or something didn't work out, and I worked for someone else. That whole thing ended up completely breaking, and after Miami, I pretty much had nothing again because I was working there for my friend. That whole thing went south, um, and then I was back in Costa Rica, and I pretty much didn't have anything to do. I didn't have anyone to work for. Yeah. I had saved no money because living in Miami is so damn expensive, <laughs> so I had zero money pretty much. And then I came to Colombia working for some friends, being their assistant pretty much, which yeah. was funny. And then I kind of got back into video. So it just all kind of, it was such a crazy loop. Uh, but yeah, full, yeah, what you say is totally circle. true. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's never, it's never a straight line. And yeah. I'm, I'm sure you guys can relate. It's just, oh, oh, no, <laughs> yeah, I mean, or with videos, actually pretty similar, you know, like yeah. we started a social media marketing agency after the sticker and t-shirt, all that stuff. And we, I mean, Dude, this is how bad we were. Like, first, we <laughs> we had no camera. We would go into the restaurants, take pictures with our phone. Like, yeah, don't worry. And then eventually got a camera. We would take pictures. And I, this is, this was my, my thought process at the moment. I would take a picture and then look at somebody else's on Instagram. And I'll be like, why this one has, like, so many colors and mine is, like, so flat, right? <laughs> I had no idea you could edit pictures in, like, Photoshop or Lightroom, whatever. It was terrible. So, and I did that for months. It's like taking pictures like that. And then eventually I discovered that you could edit. And <laughs> after a while, we were like, okay, let's not do video anymore. And we decided to do more on like the sales funnel side of things. And mm -hmm. I mean, now it turned around and we yeah. don't do the recording of the video per se, right? But we, we take care of like the repurposing of long form content. Yeah, but again, yeah. full circle around content, yeah, right? Everything circle. started about it, like started with content and go around. And you know, for those listening, mm. uh, don't get discouraged because like the experience that you're living now, just like Christian was saying, yeah. It's what's gonna prepare you for what's coming. You know, Fonzie started editing the pictures and you know, that opened so many doors with local yeah. businesses. Uh, just I'm sure like uh, Christian too with the video editing, right? I'm sure those relationships are still there, but it was just a step in the right direction like we mentioned earlier. So go ahead, try to go full in, invest, learn those skills and go back because guess what? Then if you get to hire somebody, 
uh, or somebody on your team, you know exactly how to do that task and you know exactly what you're going to delegate. So there's so many like layers of these things that you can actually, you know, uh, get a win out of those situations. Now, Christian, yeah. what, what were some of the challenges, you know, through all that whining, you know, your crazy road to what you do now? Like, was there like a big challenge that you were like, man, like, that's it. Like, that's it. I'm giving up. Like, I'm, I'm going back to Costa Rica to something safe. And, and then yeah. how do you, how were you able to overcome that? Man, pretty much everything is a challenge, especially when you're starting a business, right? Yeah. It, no, no, no one's born as Elon Musk. So everything you kind of figure out along the way. Um, initially, when I started doing video work, this job I had applied for, for this online marketing company, I had no idea how to, I had a drone, right? I could fly a drone. I had no idea how to edit videos. I had no idea how to use a camera. I had no, no idea with nothing. I had a GoPro also. Yeah. And, and so when, when I, when I got this, this, this guy told me about this job and I was like, I love to do this, but I have no idea how to do any of this. So I borrowed my friend's camera. I, uh, I had the GoPro, I had the drone. I went to the job interview. The job interview was to make a video. So <laughs> without knowing anything, I just went, filmed. I had watched two tutorials on YouTube on how to use uh, Adobe Premiere before that. <laughs> and so I'm there and you had to do everything at the place, right? So you had to film, you had to edit the video right there wow. and then give it to the guy. Whew. And and my video, I don't think it was great. I don't think it was terrible. I, I, I spent, every time I didn't have anything to do, I spent so much time on YouTube that I guess I kind of got a feel for how to film and how to make things look kind of good. So when I was there, I, I don't think my video was the best out of all the people that were there. But I had taken my GoPro and they were building this hotel where you had to like do the test, um, the test, uh, the job application pretty much. And they were still building it. So I gave my GoPro with the mouth mount to the guy that was driving the tractor. So you could like see him like drive the tractor from like his point of view. And I put that in the video and I think that's what kind of sold the guy. <laughs> I guess I was kind of creative there. But at yeah. the same point, it was I had no idea what I was doing. So I was like, oh, I'll just probably give this to this guy and he'll just put it in his mouth and he'll be really cool. <laughs> Right. And so like while being there, I was kind of figuring things out. So, yeah. So for sure, everything was a challenge along the way. You know, I didn't know how to do anything at any point until I actually knew how to do it yeah. by doing it in practice. And uh, yeah, I think my biggest challenge, honestly, and that's still a challenge. And the thing that I learned from Alex, the thing Alex uh, really taught me and, and that now I feel really a lot more confident in doing than before is finding clients. Yeah. So how, how do you find the clients and how do you sell the clients? I never knew about phone sales. I never knew that you would like hop in a call and then you try to convince this person to give you money <laughs> to do this thing. Right. And uh, that that always felt like a challenge. I, I and that's why I always never felt like I could be the number one in a business. And I told that when I started working for Alex, I was like, I, I, I think I'm all I'm a good number two. Like, I think I can take care of operations, of dealing with day-to-day -day things. Yeah. I think I'm smart enough to where I can figure most things out, like, within that um, operation, right? Yeah. But I never knew, like, how do you find clients? How do you how do you get people to pay you money? And that's what I learned from Alex. You know, he crushes it that hard. Yeah. Um, he's he, he knows uh, advertising. He's a killer salesman. And just by being in that environment, I was like, oh, well, this is not that hard. You run ads you get leads and 90% of people won't be interested uh, or they won't have the budget or they won't this or that. But then that 10% is what all you need to run a profitable business. So that's yeah. it, no? Yeah, that, that I love that, you know, and I love how you stated that pretty much everything is a challenge and it is actually, you know, and um, especially as a business owner, they're gonna come every single day at every <laughs> single minute and you know, you gotta deal with them. If you, if you start yep. thinking about it like, 
in a negative way, man, you'll never get out of that of that hole, right? And something that you mentioned that I really, dude, I, I really like is at some point you said kind of like that you didn't know anything. What was next? Kind of like the next step, right? And I remember mm -hmm. listening to this podcast once and they to, were in to, to, to contain his profit but they were interviewing this guy called phil jones right he's a salesman he's a huge salesman in the uk and he was saying that for him kind of like a moment of clarity was when he realized that nobody actually knew anything he says like people in the biggest positions it's like Sometimes they don't even know what they're, what they're doing, right? But the difference is that they take action and they figure it out. Just like you, do, like you said, right? Like you're pretty good at figuring things out and here and there. Honestly, I think that phrase describes our, uh, our business journey as well. <laughs> it's like, how do we do this? All right. And then we turn around and we figure yeah. it out and we just do it. I, I think too, I love the fact that you took that risk and you're like, hey, you know, I, I kind of saw something on YouTube. Like I, I dove in, I like, I learned as much as I could. I, I, I guess, Ponji, absorb all that information. And then I execute it. And the fact that, you know, you gave that GoPro to that guy and, and just being a little bit creative, like just different. And again, guys, it's not better. It's about different. It's about the yeah. positioning that you do with your company. Uh, and you took that and mm -hmm. then you, you just mentioned that that was the element that you thought is so this guy. And then after that, you just get brushing up on those skills. And I think it was like Penjun that said that it's like from zero to a million is how many times you say yes to opportunities, right? And sometimes we're not 100% sure on how to execute on those opportunities, but they're gonna take you to on a path where you can learn and improve and then delegate to other people. And then after that million is how many times you can say no, because you already know what you're good at as a company, and then you can replicate that. So I think like that, that story describes perfectly because you know you were saying yes to all these opportunities, and then you're like, oh man, like I became really good at this, which is the video editing side of things. And then that was like your path from now on Uh, now you're like on the sales side. Like I, I gotta learn all these new skills on this new stage yeah. in my life, dude. So uh, I, yeah. I, I just find it's wonderful. You know, we can see like all these elements on your story kind of building up. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, for those listening right now, take a look back at your life because I'm sure you're gonna relate to a lot of these things oh, that, that yeah. Christian is sharing <laughs> here with us. Because um, you know, as you mentioned it, I'm like pretty much like remembering our own story, and I'm like, wow, like there's mm -hmm. so many, you know, of these points that we've actually lived. Mm. And I don't know why, but I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs' journey is like that too. Like it is it, very similar. And I think in a way that's why we're able to connect all so good. And then when we're like sharing <laughs> stories with each other, yeah. yeah. Do Christian, uh, yeah. go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that I, actually, funny enough, um, some of the things that I never thought would be a challenge are a big challenge right now, like hiring, mm. uh, hiring as a business owner. Man, holy crap, it's so hard to find good people. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's. I think, I, 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 it actually was easier to learn how to make money and sell clients and close <laughs> close leads than to find good people. Right now we're, we're trying to hire a project manager slash videographer. And it's crazy because we're trying to, initially I was trying to find an editor. That was a pain in the ass. It was really <laughs> hard. Um, found him he was great uh, his name is ian he's from the philippines he's one of our editors right now great guy awesome dude really crushed it he, he was my first editor yeah and now i'm trying to find a project manager but ian is remote very much just like hey you just gotta edit right now we're trying to find someone who will actually travel with us so our pitch is hey we'll pay you you get to travel for free live for free 
get to have a private chef because we always try to have some we try to live in countries where we can afford to have someone cook for us and, yeah. and do all and Beautiful. take care of all the things that we don't really want to deal with so we can focus more on, on business and on the things we want to do for fun yeah and I've been looking for months, man. I can't find anyone. <laughs> so we're kind of wow. right now. We, we have a couple, a couple guys that are interested, and we're hopefully going to find uh, hire someone this coming week. But I never thought hiring people would be this hard, and it's been a real challenge. So that's funny, right? Like things that I never thought would be a challenge are actually a challenge. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, what we're gonna do. We're gonna chop this clip right here, <laughs> and we're gonna put it. You know, we're gonna share it everywhere and be like, hey guys. Look what you get with this job, awesome. you know, and then we'll send them your way to see yeah. if you get some people. Hey, and if you're listening now, you know, let us know in the comments. Send us a quick DM at Bizrose, and yeah. uh, we'll definitely refer you to, to, I mean, uh, to Christian. I'm just throwing this out there. If it wasn't because we have our own business, dude, I'll be already applying for the job traveling oh, and food. All, you sold me already. Ready to go. Dude, Christian, you, you, you mentioned something really interesting, right? Like when uh, I want to transition a little bit on the sales side because, you know, part of the show is like, hey, how do you get that frictionless sale? Right, and you say, well, Alex is a genius at this, and yes, we we agreed a hundred percent after we we chatted with him. But you said something really important. You said it's about you know those leads, the conversations that you're having with those leads, and then being okay with ninety percent of those saying no. And yep. that was that's a, such a value bomb right there because a lot of people think like on this online game especially right brick and mortars people are getting started it's like oh you know i'm gonna throw this facebook ad out there uh or i'm gonna throw this video out there and, and then everybody is gonna <laughs> is gonna come by for me and then it flops mm -hmm. that's the yeah. that's a consistent thing so like through that journey like you guys dealing with like all these leads especially now you and your uh with your agency and your business how like Why was, why was that so important to understand? And then what are you doing to actually get those people to buy from you and keep them as clients? Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. So it's, if you want to start your own business and you want to make sales and unless it's, but even, even if say you have a tech tech type business where you're offering or a SaaS company, even then like most people won't actually buy from you and you just got have to accept that right so when i when initially when i started the business it was all referral based so my first clients were all referrals um, it all worked out right got those clients referral i think in my opinion is the best way to do business uh but it's also not fully sustainable to just do that and so then when i was working for alex i figured out oh he's spending x amount per month on advertising and from all those dozens and dozens of leads he gets very few people buy right if, if you if you take it in context from yeah. say how many people see the ads to how many people actually become clients yeah. very few yeah. of them are right so so i was like i was scared of running ads because i didn't know how much money or i thought i would have to spend all this money to get leads but then and you just do it right then you spend uh 500 bucks on ads per month and you get 50 people to see your ad 20 people to book a call or even less maybe five people to book a call And out of those five, all five say no. And you're like, dang it, I just spent 500 bucks, made zero money out of this. Ugh. Right. And then yeah. you start testing new stuff. And mind you, again, I'm not the one running ads. Derek was running our ads, right? You guys spoke with Derek before yeah, already. Yeah. You already had an episode with him. Um, and now our, our, our ads guy in Funnel Empire, uh, Gerben, is running our ads for Edit Lab also. Just crushing it there, doing a great job. And yeah, you just have to, when you're trying to do advertising, you just have to test. You just have to spend money to make money. Right, that's a risk you're 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 going into, and 
if you have a good ads guy, you should feel confident that it might cost you some money to to test and to get that right audience for you. Yeah. Even now, we're we're still getting a lot of clients from the ads we're running. I still don't think we're at the right place, and we'll get we'll have certain ads that do really well for a little bit, and then they run out of of, of juice, right? They they just stop working because yeah. people have seen them too much, and uh, then we have to test new stuff and spend money again without getting getting any leads, and then we'll hit that period of time where we get leads. Those leads cover for all of the ad spend. And more to, of course, make profit, pay our pay our employees, um, get more money for more advertising, yeah. uh, use better software, hire better people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's just a process. It's there's no magic pill to getting <laughs> getting clients. It's just you have to do it this way. Love right? it. So, yeah, I, lo I love that. Yeah. Obviously, that and we talk we, we talk it with Derek, right? It's an investment approach to it. A, a lot of people see it as just as a cost as an expense right it's like oh no i'm wasting mm -hmm. this this money right now you're investing it mm -hmm. um and if it doesn't give you results at first you're investing it in learning what not to do right mm -hmm. like okay i'm not gonna do this yeah and let me try another thing or let me do more of this mm -hmm. so i think that that shift in mindset in in, in mind shift is, is is yeah is necessary yeah so yeah well and what do you guys do right like like you offer another method of getting clients Right. So you're, mm -hmm. hey, you, you hop on this one podcast or you have this one longer form interview type thing. How can you repurpose this? But at the same time, it's I feel like a mix of both. Right. So you guys yeah. pretty much create something for clients that they can either use for um, for unpaid advertising or for paid advertising. Right. For right. for yeah. um, uh, <laughs> so, so I think a mix of those is a really good mid, uh, point where, say, a person comes to you as a client, you guys take this one interview they made or this one podcast they were on, and you turn it into all these really good clips that they can then use for paid advertising and uh, get clients that way. For example, Edit Lab, we don't really do any um, organic organic marketing. We don't. We yeah. have a Facebook page and an Instagram profile just so we can run ads with it. Yeah. Right? So we don't actually do do the the, um, the organic thing just because we think it's for us a better ROI to simply run ads with that same content that we would put put on social. Exactly. So I guess there's no harm to doing the organic thing also. It's great, of course. We just don't do it right now because we also don't have the manpower to now manage yeah. social media and do all this other stuff, right? Yeah, so, 100%. Yeah. I, I love the fact that we're able to have this conversation because, you know, we feel like for the longest time, you know, organic mm -hmm. versus paid, like one or the other. It's okay. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It could be. It could be both, or it could be just like paid ads. That's fine. It's the sift the system that works for your current setup as a business. You know, uh, on the organic side, yes. You, I mean, it is literally building relationships. That's why it's called social, right? And then you have the paid ads, where it is a more direct ROI with the, the stuff that you do. So. Yeah. If your business values more, you know, I kind of like a one-on-one -on -one relationship with this community or is more community-based, which, you know, at this point we are with our show, right? Versus, hey, I'm providing this service and it's going to help you get from point A to point B, super direct. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Yeah. It's just also trying to learn and identify which business uh, are you at, right? Like where, where do you fall? So, you know, to your point, a hundred percent. In okay. fact, after chatting with Derek, we both like look at each other and we're like, we have to like crank the fire, right? But at the same time, is the back end ready? Yeah. Well, we have to understand that that's an investment and we have to figure out, you know, up to this point, amazing. Just like you said, referrals, great. You know, the community building, mm -hmm. we're getting clients organically, but there's a lot of work behind the scenes that has to be done. 
Um, yeah. So, no, yeah. I, I, I agree. You know, I, might, the, the, I think this is going to be a, like a challenge point pretty cool. Yeah. Because um, we've mentioned in other podcasts, right? We've had other people that talk about Facebook ads too. And I think it's like, they say you need like the basis of, of organic content, right? To start running because then some people like, it's just going to help you convert better. Uh, and I, I, I to to an extent, I think I agree a lot with that point. And for example, you're saying that you guys only have the Facebook page and the Instagram page just to be able to run ads. I'm curious, do you think if you guys had some sort of like content strategy to it, your ads would perform better? Or or maybe you're just okay with how they're performing right now because you know, you know, for how long they're gonna stay with you and some other KPIs. Man, a hundred percent I think it would do better. I I, I think our ads might do better because there might be more social proof for people actually going, looking us up. Um, we, we should be posting stuff that we've done for our clients. Man, there is a million things we should be doing. Yeah. It's just how much manpower do we have right now to yeah. do that also? And what's the current ROI? So if I go and start yeah. creating a content for Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, whatever it is, right now, I, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't do as well as if I just paid for the advertising but do I think we should be doing it? Should I be looking for someone right now to do it for me, hire an assistant, hire someone to do it for me? 1000%. But right but right now it's like, I'm at that point where I, I'm trying to find a project manager and editor. Yeah. And now yeah. thinking about hiring also an assistant, <laughs> someone that's good, that's gonna yeah. do that. Man, yeah. I just know I, I can't do it right now. But should that be one of my focuses? For sure. Yeah. But that that's the funny thing. It's like, right, you go back into business and it's, you could, there's always things to do, so. Mm. Sometimes when I take a Sunday off to go ride my dirt bike or something, I'm thinking, dang it, should I be doing this right now or should I be trying to find someone to hire? Or should I be yeah. actually fulfilling, fulfilling some stuff for a client? Or should I be trying to do some manual outreach to find more clients that way? There's, man, there's always stuff to do. And yeah. it's just how do you prioritize it? Yeah. I guess there's no right formula for it. Yeah. But just in, in regards to your question, for sure, I think it would it, it, it'd be doing good. And you know what? I, th I should be hiring you guys to do that for me. Uh, <laughs> we, we can so, chat after the show. Yeah. But uh, no, but you know, to, yeah. to your point, Christian, like it, it, it doesn't like, does it really matter? You're living the life that you want. You know, we're living the yeah. life that we want right now, right? It, there's so pros and cons, 100%, especially when you own a business. There's different things that you got to see. Like for you, riding your dirt bike is very important. So clearly yeah. you do, you know, I have a one year old, so Sunday I'm gonna spend it with my one year old. You know, Fonzie will eat popcorn and eat ice cream all Sunday because he has no one. No, no, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, wow, kidding. Uh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Fonzie can come with us, it's fine. Uh, but Lonely. <laughs> I am so low. <laughs> but, uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's like what's working with your business, right? Yep. Like we just prioritize, if it's working great, let's keep doing it. And then as we grow, then we can start putting different pieces and that's okay. And I feel like on the, people that are getting started in this online game, either organic, paid, whatever, online business side of things, think that they have to do everything at the same time. We no, actually yeah. were, we, we're actually were on a call earlier, a coaching call. And uh, this person, you know, we're going through a content map. We're like, he, he, they're starting a podcast and then from that podcast they're doing a different strategy of outreach for sales on the back end of the podcast right and they're like should we start a youtube channel and, and i'm like first off why and second do you have the capacity and resources to start a youtube channel 
The answer is clearly no, because they're making the podcast their first priority. They don't have equipment. They don't have a team member that can start recording. They don't have the the tools to edit amazing YouTube entertaining, like yeah. how-to videos, which is what they want to do. So the question is like, do you have those that capacity and resources right now to start executing on it? No. Okay. What, what does it take you to get there? And then we track it. Okay. If the goal 20 grand to, so then we can hire somebody to do that. If it, the answer is yes, then perfect. Let's work towards those 20 grand with the system that we have set up right now. So, you know, yeah. to your point, you're doing great. The different faces and I identify a hundred percent with, with what you're saying. So thank you for yeah, bringing that point. I, home. I think the two word, the two keywords there are focus and capacity, right? Like you yeah. said, you you don't have the capacity at this moment, even though you would like to do it, right? Maybe in the future. Mm -hmm. And then focusing, because when you focus on one thing, it, you know, it builds up that compound interest and it is going to give you better results. So you have put your focus on, you know, learning how to do the advertisement the right way. So you get these leads and then you know how many you're going to close in your sales. And that's working for you at this time. So for those listening is pretty much try to see what where you can put your focus and what's your capacity right so you don't go all over the place because we just lose so many opportunities honestly when yeah. we try to go all over the place we, we've lived it yeah Christian, i want to ask you and transition yeah. a little bit on on the video wow. side of things um <laughs> you okay there Fons? yeah okay. i was picking up the pen okay <laughs> um like what are some creative uses that you see for video because you know everybody's like you gotta do video you gotta do video and for us like our starting video was just doing facebook lives for us that's what mm -hmm. started the fire ignited everything but you work with video in a very different way and very very great way uh and so i want to just walk through like what do you guys do like how do you guys see video fitting in different businesses you know what's uh what's the purpose of video because i'm sure there's a ton of options but i want to see from you that sees this every single day yeah yeah totally i mean and, and sorry if you can hear that dog barking there it's neighbors oh, my <laughs> it's a okay. good um, i'm like oh there's a puppy yeah bring him on <laughs> um yeah i think video is fantastic for any business i don't see any reason why as long as it's within someone's capabilities i don't see why they shouldn't be doing it um and of course back to the same thing we were just talking about it's you know as long as you can do it i think you should if you can't do it then there's there's for sure things that are more important that i see in the business right and this goes back to the same thing so it's should i spend 30 minutes right now or one hour looking for clients that i could be calling and selling to or should i make a video i think initially the, the roi is more important to just go and do those calls and that's what i learned right it's it's when I used to be, when I used to like try to start businesses and before I knew how to run a business, I was like, I'm first gonna do the Facebook page, the Instagram <laughs> profile. I'm gonna make a Twitter for it. I'm gonna do this and this and that. And it's, I always ended up not using it because I couldn't <laughs> handle all those things. I didn't have anyone to do it. So, right. So it, it's all, it all depends on, on your capabilities, but if you can do it, I think it's great. So some of my clients, for example, they have YouTube channels, right? Yeah. Um, they will, uh, they want podcast anyways they want to chat with cool people so they do the podcast hey let's do it on video also why not let's just throw on youtube youtube is probably the highest converting platform as far as um as far as if you create an audience there how likely are they to to then convert to the customers or to or to just even view your stuff right if you, maybe you, you just want to do content and you don't want to sell anything right away yeah i think youtube is, is the strongest platform in that regard and that's what a lot of our clients do so they're like, hey, you know, we want to start getting more leads, getting more clients. We want to educate our, our client, our, our 
our lead base or our audience or our clients also. Yeah. So you might as well educate them by making videos and then those same videos will work as marketing, right? Because people yeah. will just see them organically on YouTube and they'll get, you know, they'll yeah. get interest, right? Because with YouTube, it's funny because people will search for something. And if you know how to use the right keywords, if your content is good, if you're ranking well, then people will watch that video. Like YouTube is one of those few um, platforms where people go to find information. Yeah. So I think that's super powerful. Um, and yeah, again, for a lot of our clients, they're course makers, right? They do online courses for all sorts of uh, different topics. Uh, we have some clients that do it for regular professions, so electricians, real estate people, uh, all those kind of professions. They make courses because a lot of these professions, they're required to get educated on this before they can actually uh, do it, right? So say a real estate agent yeah. in the States, you have to go and learn it. You have to get X amount of hours of education before you're actually allowed to to do it. Um, so man, I see, I see it playing in a lot of ways. Some of our my clients are YouTubers, right? So YouTube is their business. They get paid from YouTube to create content and then have YouTube actually put advertisements for other companies on that content. Yeah. Right. Some of our clients are, ju they just need video ads. So they're like online marketers, this kind of business. So they literally just want us to make video ads for them that are captivating, that are good for, for, for getting the best ROI. So man, there's all sorts of ways to, to yeah. make the most out of it. I, I love but, it. And I think we are so passionate about this side of things, like with content in general is because there's so many options and you like, there's so yeah. much room for everybody to grow and do their own thing and uh yep. to be creative to try things right you know we work like we mentioned in the past with in the fitness industry and we're like dude like the personality of these coaches like just like put him on there as your attractive character and like yeah. all these members are gonna love it and they're gonna come to your gym because of it um and i love because you know you mentioned there and maybe like not sp specifically but all these companies know where their audience so i feel yep. like that's a very strong point because for them is youtube right but you mm -hmm. know Maybe your business is not a fit for YouTube yet, even though we think that everybody yep. should be on YouTube. But at the same time, it's like, where's your immediate audience? Where are you interacting with this audience? Where are you getting your clients from? Like, there's some people that m their clientele might not even know what YouTube is, which uh, I find very hard to to understand that. But Or yeah. they, they have no idea what a podcast is. For us, our audience is straight on podcasts, straight on Facebook. That's why we do those two platforms. But I love the fact that, you know, your companies and your clients use their content, either educational purposes, marketing. There's so many faces to this to this world, which is amazing. Yeah, and you know, just kind of like to recap on what you said. It it is uh, Google, right? Which is YouTube. Um, it is intent based, so people go there wanting to learn something. They're looking for that specific thing, and the other advantage yeah. that YouTube has that no other platform has is that once you create a, a video and you post it in there, you you literally have like online real estate because you, exactly. you can look for something and a video from five years ago can pop up and you can still watch it, right? Whether on sure. social media, the disadvantage it is, right? Facebook, Instagram is that it's a feed. So just like, it just gets lost. The life of a video, the lifespan is really, really short compared to, to YouTube, right? So honestly, sure. I feel like on a more direct approach, more consistent kind of like content creation strategy. I personally would prefer maybe Facebook if you're uh, like those type of social medias, because then you're 
being active with your outreach as well, right? Commenting in people, creating these conversations. Mm -hmm. But on a more passive way, I think YouTube is absolutely amazing because you can just have it, have your content live there for such a long time. I mean, we, Marley, she has this video that she created, I don't know how many years ago. And still and you, ranking, yeah you, yeah. you still, if you Google how to use Canva, like her video is like mm -hmm. number one in the, in the search right there, right? Yeah. And she created this, yeah. vi this video a few years back. So that's years impressive. Ago. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's super interesting. And I think uh, in that regard also, it's very doable if you find systems, right? So whether it is, and sometimes it's just outsourcing, you know, if you have the money to do it, say with you guys, right? I, I, I'm sure 90% of your clients, 95, 99% don't want to be doing what you guys are doing for them. <laughs> so you basically figure out a system to where it becomes doable and where it, if you have the money to outsource it, you do it. If you if you have the smarts to do it with, through technology, you do it. And this is for anything in business. That's why I started my other company, Systematic. Yeah. Um, we just basically do business automation. So think, what That's are awesome. these things that I can automate um, in what, whichever way that is, whether it's outsourcing, whether it's actually using technology to do it, um, and how can that save me or make me more time to do these other things, whether that's sales, whether that is creating content, whatever it is. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's great. I mean, what, what do you like? What do you see with your clients? Um, how many of them actually would do the stuff you're doing for them if they had to do it themselves? Yeah. No, uh, that, zero. definitely. And, and you know, it, it, it's cool that you zero. bring that that point because actually one yeah. of the the analogies that we explain actually what we sell is yes you're getting a bunch of repurposed content from your long form videos right but more than that we're selling you the system literally is like a plug and play like you can grab our system that for them it would take them you know you don't know how long it could take them because they would have to hire people they would have to create the process iterate the process all these things that is going to take them time and lots of money when they can just, you know, hey, I need these videos turned into, you know, like 30 pieces of videos. Uh, there we go. We got the process. You're going to save all that time, right? So it's, I, I think, it's, it's like you're saying, finding those processes to do it is key. And people can implement those at the time of creating videos and creating content for, for their own business. Again, I think it goes back to capacity. What's the capacity that your business has at this point, right? If you're not maybe able to to hire somebody and then stick yep. to that capacity and, and, and do it consistently. Yeah, I love it, dude. Man, Guys. Yeah, I, th I think even for life, like systems are, systems just make your business happy, they make you happy. Even, it, it's funny, and I always think back to this, um, in the last house I lived in, there was two light switches in the bathroom. So one when you come in and there's one in the middle of the bathroom, right? Which you can just, it both do the same thing. And I would, when I moved to the house, I would always get so pissed because <laughs> I would walk into the bathroom, use the switch inside, and then when I would walk back out, I, I had to go, run back into the bathroom to turn the light off, right? That's basically <laughs> the gist of it. And then I was just like, okay, I'm going to make a system. I'm going to use the outside switch every time I go into the bathroom and then use the same switch when I leave. And that made me so much happier, man. <laughs> now I, I didn't lose 15 seconds every time I walked back into the bathroom and turned the damn light off. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. such a small thing. Yes, but it just, it's, it's, it, it just makes things better. You yeah. know, and yeah. same with like routines in the morning. Wake up, do the, find this routine that works for you that makes you feel better throughout the day. And it's a system. In the end, it's a system, right? It's hey, I wake up. I hop right in the shower. I, I stretch afterwards. I, I listen to to an audiobook, and then 
for me, like audiobooks just prime me for the day. If I'm listening to this, like something business related, yeah. it just like puts me kind of in that mindset of like, okay, all right, I, I have to work today. So I'm not doing other stuff while I'm trying to work or just getting distracted. So anyways, I feel like those small things are just, they're, they're great. They're, yeah. they're yeah. you know, no, I feel, life I, and business better. Dude, Ivan, I feel especially someone that is like traveling all over the world, like systems must be a foundation of your life. Yeah, even, even tra while traveling, right? So I have, I have exactly, I, I when I, when I'm gonna go somewhere, I have my list of things that I know I have to take with me. So that's a thing that just immediately eases my mind because now I'm, I, I know I have it written down what I have to take. I know that before I leave, I'm gonna check through my suitcase and I, I have this, 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 and that. I know where everything goes. And, yeah. and it's not like I'm some crazy Elon Musk type type of like, Uh, OCD personality because I'm not. Yeah. But those small things just just make it so much better. Or even um, I read this book called How to, uh, I forgot the name off. I'll remember. Um, <laughs> and it, he just says, How do you make the, How do you get mental clarity? You just make a list. So now instead of trying to remember things you have to do, as soon as you think about them, you write them down somewhere. If you have one place where you write them down, I just have a notebook here. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards, when you have the time, you kind of put them in the place they have to go. So. Uh, say I do put it on my to-do list on my computer or I just do them right away if it's a quick task But yeah. regardless regardless if it's a 30 second thing I still write it down because I just have it there and I know I, if I look down from my screen to my thing I know that here's all the things I have to do exactly. in my uh, notebook. So yeah, yeah, I think I uh, love that I, I think with uh, with content I mean the the fact that you're able to do that, you know, you build a company obviously, you know What's what's a company is a group of systems that are working together to towards a common result, right? And the fact that, you know, we we're mentioning the other day in four months, just our podcast published about 650 pieces, right? And that was impossible for us a year ago because we didn't have the system to support that, right? And this is like with a team of three, like like implementing on that single strategy. And it's because the systems are in place to get to that desired outcome. Um, so I love that, you know, it's going full circle. And if, you know, if you're listening right now or watching, and you might not have the resources to get there, establish your own system, start small. Okay, I want, you know, this quality, I, I want this type of video, okay, perfect. What are the elements that go inside of that type of video? If I want 20 assets, okay, how do I build those 20 assets? How can I make it that I can repeat it every single time? If you're recording a podcast, what's the list of items that you need to take care of before doing a podcast. We have the same thing. Before we do the show, we have the pre-show. You know, Fonzie do some push-ups. I put some music. I drink some coffee. You know, we turn on the yeah. machine. We put the memory card in the machine. You know, those are the list of things that, you know, yep. it, they take mental capacity. So by writing them in a list like you said, um, which and then we can go ahead and, and execute with ease yeah. and very it's, quickly. It's the point that you said, right? It, it gives you mental clarity. Like every time we have to think about how we are going to do things, it just takes energy away from us that you yeah. that we yeah, could yeah. be using more effectively to do some other tasks that we're going to do during the day, right? Even, yeah. and dude, I'm, I always eat the same thing for breakfast every single time. Yeah. The reason being is so I don't have to get up and think like, huh, what am I going to have for it. breakfast? So, no, dude. Three eggs, two slices of bread, and an avocado. That's it. That's what I'm going to eat every single day for breakfast. And it brings me peace of mind because then I'm, I'm not yeah. struggling. And, and, and I'm not starting the day with the wrong food, you know, like losing all that, yeah. that energy. So I think it's a super and important point. 
Yeah, yeah. And what, what your brother said before, I think, was super interesting is um, if you don't have the resources, then create your own systems. And I think that ties into itself because systems create resources. So, mm. for, for, for example, uh, one of our clients in Austin, they were kind of struggling. They wanted to work with us, but they were they weren't they were unsure if they could uh, if they could create all the content they wanted to actually create. So. I asked them, what's your biggest roadblock or the biggest thing that's um, impeding you from actually making these videos? And so they were right away the tech side of like setting up the camera and that, right? So I, so I just told them right away, do you have one room that's a quarter empty? And they're like, yeah, we have like three rooms in our office that we don't use. <laughs> and I'm like, set up the camera on a tripod. I'll walk you through it. We'll hop on a FaceTime call and I'll walk you through how to set it up. Put tape on the floor where the tripod legs go. Put yeah. tape on the arm of the tripod as to how high it has to go. Put tape on the camera lens as to where the focus point is and then leave the camera there. And if you have to move it, you have all the tape on the floor so you know how to put it back. And if you don't have to move it, just leave it there. And man, by a week later, I could, we, we couldn't handle the videos that were sending us because they were <laughs> making so many. Because it was so easy. Now all they have to do instead of setting all this stuff up is sit down and click record and just talk to the camera. Yeah. And of course they know what they're doing. They're lawyers. They know their field because they're professionals in that. Yeah. And now making making videos is so easy. All they have to do is talk to the camera. Sit down, click record, talk to the camera. Easy. And it looks great because we made it look good from the beginning. So now they're not you know, sitting there for half an hour filming a video and then it's like, oh, dang it, it was out of focus. Yeah. Or, oh, the camera was in, in the wrong setting or this <laughs> or that. It, it's, it's become so much easier and it's a system. It's a system, system, exactly. system, system, system. Yeah. I, I, I love think that's it. Fantastic. I love it. And I can't wait to see that part of, of, of your business that you're doing now because uh, so many people need it. And especially, mm -hmm. you know, that call that we had earlier too, we talked all about the system on not only doing the podcast, but how do we talk to the client on the back end to make sure mm. that that is a, uh, a conversation that helps the business move forward. So, and it's all a checklist, like you said. So yeah. amazing. The, that, that story with the camera reminded me when, so we actually <laughs> yes. attempted to attempted, start the, yeah. this podcast over a year ago. Oh man. And yeah. dude, we were, we set up everything in my room. So my mm -hmm. room had like a bunch of tapes on the ground where the trap would go and all the stuff, dude. And then, I mean, my girlfriend at the time, she got scared, you know, because she would get into the room and there was tape everywhere, cameras and tripods and lights. It's a murder she, scene. She's like, hey, what are, you, what are you guys doing here? What are you guys filming here? I was like, it's okay. It's, it's not porn, I promise. Yeah, it's not porn. <laughs> yeah. But, man, it, and it, but it is true. Like, that, think, made, that yeah. made our life so much easier because then we were like, I mean, the setup would go from, you know, maybe 20 to 30 minutes, putting the lights, the cameras, everything to a quick five minutes Nothing. you say boom yeah. you put it there and that's it and there we go mm -hmm. yeah. dude yeah. and freaking do, do do as i say not as i do because i should be filming five times the amount of ads that i'm doing right now i think i haven't shot a new ad in three months and our ads are already not doing as good as they should be and i'm losing money every day because i i myself i tell my clients to do this but i don't have a camera set up right now where i can just start recording an ad really quick even though yeah Sometimes I think of something and I'm like, oh, I love, I wish I had a camera set up right now so I could just click record okay. and record this ad, but I don't do it myself. So now I'm, Dude, I'm, I'm behind. Well, on I, wait, wait, wait. I love that you bring the, that point up because it is removing that, that friction, right? The always, fact that we, because it has happened to me as well. I'm like, dude, this idea would be amazing to write it down or whatever. And you know, I'm, I, I don't have anything to write down at the moment. And I'm like, uh, 
ah, so much friction to get it started. I'm just going <laughs> to do it later, right? Yeah. And then we postpone it. We don't get it done. So, yeah, pretty much like setting yourself. You're just, they're just helping you set yourself up for success. That's it. Love it. Dude, Christian, this has been a wonderful conversation. We're landing the plane here on the show. Uh, we have a f couple more questions for you. One, it's what's a quick action point for people starting, you know, with their with their content, with their videos, with their processes even, now that the last part of the conversation was going to that side of things. What is something that they can do today that is going to move them forward? All right, two things uh, in one. One, what we just said make it easy for yourself to make these videos to make this marketing content to make to shoot these ads to record this podcast to do whatever whatever it is that you want to do content wise whether it's video photo whatever it is just make it easy for yourself don't make it a struggle to do something you know you have to do and that's easily not a struggle <laughs> yeah and then hire us to do your videos because editing yeah. videos is pain in the ass yeah. and we make it really easy for you so that's right <laughs> or guys. That, a, or go. Guys yeah that is edit, this micro content. that is editlab.io e-d-i-t-l-a-b.io go check them out guys go check them out for sure dude christian this has been an absolute pleasure the last big question here is where will you be without any content where we would our business wouldn't exist <laughs> that's what we do and 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 even even whether it is uh and i think when people hear content they just think organic but whether that's um, a piece of um, ad copy, mm -hmm. whether it's um, a headline on your website, whether it's a, an explainer video to show someone how your product works, whether it is um, even uh, a, a, man, a, a voice recording you sent to a client explaining him how to do this or that. It's the, you know, content is modern business. It's the world we live in. So you need it. Um, Make sure you're creating what you creating it to the extent that you, you it is uh, useful and it is an asset for you. And uh, yeah, man, it's it's uh, it's content is profit. <laughs> let's go. Oh, let's go. Drop. That's that's the ad right there. That's it. That's true. Dude, thank you, Christian. Man, how can people find you? I know Fonzie dropped the website, but where? How can we get in contact with you if they're interested in uh, checking your work and working with you? Man, uh, editlab.io, that's our website. You're welcome to hop in there, schedule a call with me directly or with my business partner, Alex. Um, we'll see if we're a right fit for you, if you're a right fit for us. And if you are, then we'd love to work for you. If you guys are interested about any business automation stuff, I'm just starting that up right now. So just uh, shoot me an email, same email as uh, chris at editlab.io. And we'd love to speak with anyone and just hear your stories and see if we could help in any way. Awesome. So, where, yeah. where can they find you if they want to follow your, your world traveling adventures? Uh, yeah, just Instagram. Uh, life of Nits. Life of N-I-T-Z. Awesome. Uh, and yeah. I'll be following you follow for sure. I'll follow anyone. He's <laughs> doing some cool stuff. Awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Dunley, we got two more minutes with you guys, but... Ready? I'm ready. <laughs> yes! With that being said, go ahead and subscribe to the Content is Profit podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Follow us on social media at BeastBrosco. That's right. And if you find this episode impactful, which I am sure you did, don't forget to share it and leave a five-star review. And start your, your checklist right now. Bye.